Welcome to My Hometown Artist Podcast. We talk about showing up authentically on social media as an artist, creative, or right-brained entrepreneur, so you can do what you love. I'm your host, Hannah. I'm here to help you find self-growth, expand your work, and have more fun trying new things. We stay curious and focus on being solution-driven. Let's get to it. That's awesome. I'm so excited to talk to you today. Um, I have not talked to a, yeah, I haven't talked to a a poet yet or only like a few writers. So this might be my favorite one because I'm a poet and I love spoken word poetry. And I I found your I love your spoken word poems. Thank you. You you have so many and I was looking at them and I realized it's so kind because your page is teaching other people how to do it and I don't do that I teach other things but sometimes I go and look at your videos when I feel really like uninspired I'm like oh, I don't feel like writing anything I go that I saw yours I was like oh, I have to ask her how and all the questions so sweet that actually made my day like I I'm that makes me so happy because I'm always like trying to look for inspiration. So the fact that you even said that, like you'll go to my page for like a little bit of like motivation or something, that just means so much. So thank you. I love what you do too. Like you teach as well, but like in a different way, like how to be creative online. And I love the tips that you give. Thanks. Like, I really, really, it really resonates with me. Like everything that you say, especially when you're like, don't be shy, just go ahead, do it. Don't listen to what people, the negative things that people are telling you. And I'm like, yes, yeah. yes. <laughs> it's, I just want to make people feel like like they're in a safe space. And like at the, at the very least, no matter what, if you tagged me in something, I want people to know that I would, I would hype them up for days and days and just Aww. make them feel good. Because there's so many people that will never say, that probably follow you and will never say how much they appreciate it or, you know, what they got out of your videos and then there's some people that will say mean things and the people that say nice things are not louder than those people so I like to be super loud and overbearing and make people like feel like I'm in their head that's my goal (laughs) to be like I'm telling you to do it no I love that we need we need more of that definitely especially like in in like the TikTok space because like you, you can get like so many nice comments and then one comment will be so loud like a negative comment and you you just be thinking about it like all day and I'm like oh no yeah you're like on you're like on a walk and you're like oh remember that one time someone said I was bad (laughs) but uh, who cares about what they think at all I I would love for you to so that everybody that's going to listen to this can you tell us who you are and what you do yes yes I'd love to um So like a little bit of background about me as well, like aside from the poetry, I guess, well, or how, or how I came to be a poet on TikTok. (laughs) You can do both. That'd be, that'd be perfect. Okay. Okay. Perfect. Okay. So my name is Malak Kubaisi. I'm from Lebanon, but I moved to Ireland to actually go to med school, which I did. And I graduated in 2020 and then I've been working as a junior doctor um how I started in poetry is actually a very very interesting (laughs) conversation so um I was in pre-med for a year before I came to med school in Ireland in Lebanon and 
I used to write a lot of poetry when I was in Lebanon. I think I like had a little bit of a heartbreak, like unrequited love kind of thing. And I just wrote a poem and I just used to write so much poetry then. Then I went to med school and I think I got so busy with studying with that, that I, I just totally forgot that I used to write good poetry. And I discovered my notebook seven years later. And uh, when I was cleaning up my space, because I was doing a Marie Kondo on my apartment, I was like, okay, I've been living in this apartment for like five years, I need to like tidy it up and stuff. So I found my notebook, and I was reading the poems. And it was like, kind of like, reading them for the first time, like I was I couldn't believe that I actually wrote any of that. And I was kind of like, really sad that I used to like, rhyme, rhyming came quite easily for me. And I was like, Oh, I miss that. Like I, I lost that muscle. And then I was like, okay, I would love, love to try to publish a poetry book someday. And then I went about it the wrong way. I was like, okay, so if I want to publish a poetry book, and I'm also an artist. So I was like, okay, maybe I'll do art, I'll share my art. And then eventually, if I grow a big enough audience, then I can publish a book with my art and my poetry. And then I went about it the wrong way. So I started posting art on Instagram. And I loved it. I really, I really did. I posted like all my art, like for two years, I tried to build an art account on my Instagram page. But I just wasn't consistent enough. And with working and stuff, I just really couldn't build a big enough audience. And then I think one day I was I was um, talking to my partner and I was kind of like, I don't think I can do this poetry thing. Uh, and he's like, what do you mean? And I was like, well, I'm posting my art, but I'm not building a big enough following. I used to post like other people's poems with my painting. So I'd be like, oh, this painting was inspired by this poem. But I'd never post my own poems on Instagram because I had way too much friends and family on there. So I was like, no. And then he's like, do you think maybe you're going about it the wrong way? Maybe build the poetry audience rather than building the art audience to lead them to your poetry. So I was like, yeah, maybe you're right. And then that's when I decided, I was like, okay, I'm going to take a leap of faith and I'm going to join TikTok and I'll po post my poetry there because I don't know anybody there. So I'm just going to keep it that way. And I won't tell any of my friends and family that I'm posting my poetry on TikTok. And then that's basically like how I started my poetry. Um, yeah, that's how I, I, I just went from there. What about that you? Is... How did you? <laughs> oh, sorry. Yeah, so no, no, that's, that's such a good explanation. I appreciate all of that because I think sometimes we do like have to have an honest moment and be like, okay, what do I want to do? What is the thing I'm feeling called to do? And like, am I doing this in the, the easiest least resistant path possible so it's like that's totally normal that happens a lot a, a lot of like clients that I have will be like well I'm doing this but they really keep talking about this other thing or they really just want to publish a book or just want to do this so and then they'll they'll be like you know what you're right like I just I was you're just nervous or like you just didn't think about it or you see so, the way someone else did it and you're like oh I should do it that way that's the whole point of like TikTok and the in the internet though is like you can do anything like you you know we saw people post things on twitter and then get book deals in 2012 so that was like mind-blowing so now it's like yeah so i i do social media managing and, and strategy for managing and strategy for uh, artists and creatives but my other thing that i do like 
another like five hours a week is working on my book that I'm that is a a combination of I think like 17 years of writing of of poetry and I've been working yeah I've been working on it and I it was created because I had a fine art uh photo portfolio in college and I completed it it was based off my poetry like how you were saying off of other people's poetry um and then I so it was it's like this it was this giant document of like 30 pages of like the best of all my poetry for like years and then like recently I've just been like cutting it and working with an editor to get it shortened and perfect and and like a digital copy so that I can give it to like people like you that want to see it but you know you don't want to pay for it to get shipped all the way to Ireland so that's what that's what I've been working on for it (laughs) I was I want everyone to like be able to see it or like even if they don't want to buy it see it on my page and hear me say it say the word so that's like I do that because I really I love it and I think that it's important to do like respect all the things that you love and I love like marketing and and teaching about that and about like authenticity and helping artists do that but I also love poetry so I'm like hey like I gotta show you guys that I'm a creative too and that I'm scared every time I post my poems so that's why I post them because I want you to know that I'm also shaking in my boots and very scared and it's hard. It doesn't show and- at all. You look so confident. I'm always like captivated when your video's playing. I was like, oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> if you look very closely, my my eye was twitching in some of those videos because I was so nervous <laughs> to do it. But I appreciate you telling me your your path of how you got there. I would love to hear just what your experience has been of, of being on TikTok and and sharing all these great educational videos to help other people get engaged. How, just in general, how do you feel about how it's going so far? Yeah, so it's been really positive, which I was really scared about because I don't know, you you start overthinking, you think, oh, what if it goes well for me? And if it does, what if I get hate? Or I don't know why I was just thinking that way. And then I was just like, you know what, like, you're going to miss 100% of the shots that you've never taken, as the saying goes. So I was like, I have to take the shot. And it's been mostly really, really positive. Like, because I went in, it's kind of like showing up to a party and you don't know anybody. And it's like the scariest thing. But then I came out of the party, like meeting you, meeting a few other like poets as well on TikTok and making friends and building a community. And it's really, it's really lovely because I mean, some of the people that follow my page post their poems on my videos. And I'm just like, oh my God, like, this is so amazing. I love reading your work. Like, and that like other people will tag me in their poetry as well. And it's just, it just makes me really happy because I really didn't think I was going to show up at this party and make all these new friends. So it has been really positive. Um, And as for like how my, my TikTok page went towards like uh, tips and tricks about poetry. So initially I was really shy. I used to post um, just like, like flowers and like my poem on top of it. So I actually wouldn't actually show my face or read it or anything. And then I just kind of felt like I wasn't engaging enough with the audience as much as I would have wanted to. So I took the huge jump of like, okay, I'm going to read my poems. And then 
I was a bit hesitant about sharing tips and tricks, actually, because I was like, okay, I'm not a professor in poetry. Like, I haven't studied it as a major or anything. And so I was just like, I don't know, like, why would anyone want to hear my, like, my tips or, or like, my, like, steps or anything. And then I was like, there's a book, it's called, like, Show Your Work. I think there's like a YouTuber, Ali Abdal, used to talk about it. It's like, even if you're wherever you are in whatever you're doing, it's important to show your work because you will improve. And so I just kind of posted, I was like, you know what? I'll just post the tips that help me. I'm not going to like say, hi, like this is why you should hear my tips and tricks because I studied literature or did so-and-so. So I just was like, these are tips that help me. And if they help you, it's amazing. And then I started posting that and then that started doing really well. So then I was like, yay, like it's resonating with the audience. So I got really happy. But yeah, that's mostly it. (laughs) Wow. Yeah. I feel like we all have that imposter syndrome of if I didn't study this for four years and get a degree or have this long background of doing what I want to do now, then why should I talk about it? But yeah, I, I love it when people do that because like lived experience and doing it is what I want to hear. I really, I would really rather hear from someone who's working on their poetry or, you know, working on a book as opposed to someone who like, maybe they've done that or they studied that, but they didn't do it on the internet. That's really scary. And like that you're learning how to connect with people in that way. And that means that people want to know you. And I love, I love when people take that fear and then they, like take the next step, right? Like you step over it, go to the next step. A lot of people get stuck at that being afraid and feeling like an imposter step for a really long time. And I don't want anyone to feel that way. And I want, I want, you know, if the internet's not for you, don't do it. Also, why are you listening to, to this podcast? But also if it is for you, then I, I don't want that to be the reason that you don't do it because you're, you're hesitant or you feel like unqualified. So take it take it from us now like listen to what we're saying right now listen and try because it's working well for you and that makes me happy I I want to know yeah I want to know um do you feel like the way that you're approaching it right now feels like authentic to you do you feel like there's anything that that you've wanted to try or do you feel like this is uh, the perfect kind of strategy for you right now I no, I definitely think that at, at where I am now is the most authentic I've ever been. I think um, just following up on what you just said, because I thought wait, it's really brilliant what you just said uh, with the whole imposter syndrome. The thing that flipped the switch for me with the imposter syndrome is I just took it as I'm showing up on this platform and I'm interacting with my friends. Like, you know how we give advice to our friends, even though we think like we're not qualified to, we still go like, oh, well, I've tried doing this. Maybe you should try it. Like, this might help kind of thing. So I found like that kind of removed the imposter syndrome for me because I was like, I I come from a medical background. Like, what do I know? Like, you know, I read poetry. Yeah. And I've, I've tried to read a lot of like, um, like other people's work and stuff. But then I just, when you remove the seriousness of it and you're just like, you know what? I'm just talking to my friends. Here are some tips that kind of helps. Um, like I said, I do feel like I'm most authentic now because I did start off not showing my face and I would just put my my poetry. And then when I removed the seriousness of it, 
And I just was like, you know what? I just want to show up here because sometimes I want to try like fun trends or I want to just talk to the audience. I really do want to like connect to my poetry community. So once I kind of got out of that box, I felt very, very comfortable. And then another thing is I wasn't scared to experiment. So I I was like, you know what? I want to just, like I, I, I always say in my bio, like poetry and everything. So I, I love film. I love music. I love jazz. And I think there's poetry everywhere. So I just was like, you know what? I'm not going to stick myself to this one thing. I'm just going to read my poems and everything else I'm not going to do. I was like, you know what? I'm going to be my authentic self. I have like videos on like, oh, this is poetry and film because I think the colors in La La Land are so poetic or I listen yes, to that. And, <laughs> did you like it? I love that. Oh. Yay, I'm so glad you liked it. Um, it's very random. Like I even have a video where I just talk about like why people should listen to jazz song names because the titles of jazz song names and the way that they're created is very inspiring or motivational for like other things like you can really be inspired from anything and everything so I think like once I stopped limit limiting myself I really felt like I was showing up more authentically and then I wasn't putting myself in a box and my community wasn't putting me in a box either they're just kind of like you know what we kind of like you you're quirky and like we like where you're going with all this poetry um and it really mm. yeah that's I don't know. <laughs> I rambled. That's perfect. No, no, not at all. And your your community, is it called the Poetry Garden? Is that yes. right? Yes, Poetry you Garden, think. because I kind of, I think um, every, like, because I look at poetry and everything, and so I feel like poetry is like a garden. It's like not a single type of flower. It's many flowers, and they're all different, and you can find poetry in music, in books, in film. And so I was like, this is like your poetry garden. So you come here to kind of look at poetry and it's all diverse beauty, I guess. <laughs> oh, I absolutely love that. That is exactly how I feel about everything. All of, you know, every poem I write is like picking bits and pieces from anything that's connecting in my, like the nebulous space of my mind. I'm I'm thinking about like si like science facts and like history and like, uh, a random note from someone I read in like a government class and I'm thinking about all of it because it's all that is like the job of of poets is to take all of that and give us back you know a reason to keep engaging with like life and a reason to keep trying to you know have wonder in, in the things that we go through and that's how I see the role of poets and kind of you know poets are a good like euphemism for what all artists do I think that poets do it in a really interesting way so I'm a bit I'm a bit biased because I I I do that so I understand it in a in a way that feels so like close to my heart and I I love that you have other people that appreciate you and you you said they don't put you in a box either which is so so important for other people to hear because a lot of the times something that can put us in a box is going viral or having, you know, an a, a abnormally large amount of views that can make you be put in a box because they follow you because they saw this video and then they come and they see that, you know, the rest of your page is slightly different or you're not even talking about those things or 
or it's not like consistent. And then they're like, oh, well, I, I might unfollow her. Like I've seen on people, I've seen people unfollow people they followed because of a viral video, like a lot. Like it's usually like a couple months or weeks after. And so that we don't, we don't realize that those people are not really part of the, the community, right? Like your poetry garden is people that want to be there. And it's, it's really, I, I think it's lovely when I see the comments on your videos and I'm, I'm like, oh, the, these people love poetry and they like you as well. Like they like you as a person, they like what you're doing and you, sh you share a good amount of your life. Like you, you had a little reel about like a trip to Paris and like you're, you're just experiencing like your own life and you're actually sharing it with other people. So I, I want to know you, you do like educational things and you do sharing a little bit of your life and you talk to the camera and you share your own work. Do you feel like there's anything else that you might add to that to be something that's necessary? If, if someone is a poet and they want to see success like, like you've had and find people like you had, is there anything that you would suggest that they do to make it go well and have what you have? Thank you so much for, for your kind words. Um, that means a lot. Um, I, I definitely, my advice is to experiment and experiment without fear. I think, like you said, um, with the whole viral thing, I, when I first started out, I used to kind of, kind of worry about views. And then I was like, I, I changed my mindset completely. I was like, okay, I cannot look at views. I need to put out content that resonates with me. And I, I need to, first of all, before I post the video, I always ask myself this question, are you proud of what you're posting? And if the answer is yes, it doesn't matter how it does. If it does well, if it doesn't do well, it doesn't matter. All that matters is that I'm proud of it. And if it does go well, at least I'm proud of that work and that if I'd have to repeat that video again because, you know, consistency or people will come back to see if you're posting like relevant things to what the viral video went uh, or was about, then usually like that's kind of how I stayed. Like the videos, most of the videos that went viral for me were the ones where I was like, uh, giving tips and tricks and I was like I would love to give tips and tricks and the one of the videos that went that went like more viral uh or the first one that went viral it took two months it was actually like maybe like 900 views 1000 views uh and it stayed like that for two for two months and then in after two months it went viral and it went like not like the crazy viral, but like 60K, but it's only like after two months. And, but I still made tips and tricks because I still enjoyed making that content. So when it went viral in two months, people kind of saw more videos where I was talking about, oh, try this or try this theme or try that. So it's so important that when you're an artist, when you're creating something, don't try to release something for the sake of a trend. Because if you do and it goes viral, you're going to you're gonna put yourself in that box because you kind of made that viral content and yeah, you placed yourself in that like tiny little box. So I was like, okay, no, I'm not going to, I even have like one video, like I think it was, it was just a poem. I didn't even actually, um, I didn't actually uh, 
like show. It was when I first started out and it was just one poem. And I think it wasn't my best work. I, I just kind of, it was just kind of like a quit jot down poem. And I like, to be honest, if someone asked me, are you proud of it? I would, I would have been like, mm, no, not really. But I posted it because I, I heard somewhere like, oh, post this with a, with a viral song or whatever, trending audio, and it will go viral. And it actually, like, it did get a higher view count than others. This is back then, though, like a year ago when, like, trending audio would make a difference. But I wasn't proud of it. I was actually like, actually, I really, really wish I didn't do that because I'm not proud of that poem. So I do. So, yeah, that's my tip. Don't post something that you wouldn't want to do again and experiment a lot. I, the moment I started experimenting, I found so much success because I used to just say my poem and then that was it. And then I thought one day I was like, but maybe, you know what, it might be interesting to read your poem, but explain it. And then that did a lot better than just reading my poem out into the void. And then I I was like, okay, maybe I can take it a step further. Maybe I can like even explain like the process behind some of my poetry. And then I tried that and then that went really well. And then I was like, okay, so tips and tricks then. I'll use examples from different poems and see if that helps. And then that really helped. So it just experiment a lot. Like I, I spent a year experimenting. And another thing I guess I would say like another advice is look at the bigger picture or like your dream and what's your dream your dream is to become a published poet what if I told you that you're gonna have like I don't know half a million followers or a million followers in five years but you have to stay consistent for five years and you'll get that but you have to you might not see it in the first year or the second but if I told you that you will have that in five years will you stay consistent with it And usually the answer is always yes. But what happens is people kind of halfway through, they kind of go like, yeah, that's not going to happen for me. I don't think that's going to happen for me. And they kind of stop. So those are kind of like my three tips, I guess. Experiment. That was gold. (laughs) Yeah, I'm glad. I'm glad that helped. (laughs) Yeah. Absolute gold. I think that'll help anyone too who's like, maybe someone who's not a poet or, because I see, honestly, I see videos of, you know, other people like photographers, directors, all kinds of creatives under the sun. And sometimes I can, I can feel a feeling of like, I don't think this is something that is up to par with the rest of the things they post. Um, But they'll, you know, they'll publish it as like, uh, maybe an ad or with trending audio. And I, I don't want to discourage anyone from posting to be consistent. But what consistency means is not just every day. What it means is the quality is similar, the the tone and the the thought behind it is similar. So, you know, I'm not saying put make a full length movie for every TikTok. No, but whatever is your standard of how you want to show up. You know, if you're a videographer, it's going to be different. If you're a poet, it's going to be it needs to be a standard of I'm really putting care into this, and it's something that you know I think about. So consistency doesn't just mean every day. It means do it in a similar way, speak about similar things and, and be proud, be proud of everything. That is such good advice. I, I hope that anyone who is a poet and wants to like learn, will go to your page and check it out. And I'll, in a, in a sec, I'll give you an an option to put your social media handle out there so we can find you. But I wanted to ask you, 
one more question, which is, um, I know you talked about your book and the the community you have. Uh, what do you feel like is your goal or the reason that you're doing this? Do you have like a, a vision for something you want to create or do you want to tell us about the book or anything else? Yeah, I I haven't written a book yet. Uh, that would be a dream to be a published poet and have my art like accompanied with the poetry collection that I would create. I have yet to like start working on a collection as yet. I'm currently like just like creating poems and like put, putting them out. I think it will definitely take me a while before I like create a book. I, I tend to be a bit of a perfectionist and I kind of will like play around with different, different ideas. I have like a few ideas for like how I would want a poetry book to go. But I think, yeah, the dream would be a published poet. And if I can put my art with, accompanied with the poetry, that would be amazing. And I think like the the pipe dream is to be able to make a living out of being a creative like artist or a poet. It's definitely a privilege to work in a job that you love. I know not a lot of people like have that opportunity and because at the at the moment, like I can't really make a living being a poet, so I have to work in the hospital. So it's like trying to balance that. It's really difficult. So that's why I always say I'm a poet mo- moonlighting as a doctor because, <laughs> like, I'm really a poet, but like I have to work another job to like. I love it. Me. Yeah. So hopefully, like, I'll be able to like make a living out of it, and then that way, like, I can take a few months off in a year to like sit and just work on a collection and like try to publish that. But it's okay. I'm, I'm taking it slow. I'm not in any rush. I think I, when I do get an opportunity to create a book, at least I'll know that I wasn't rushing it or anything that, yeah. So that's it really. But what about you? What's your, um... yeah, but I'll, I'll send you whenever you have questions, totally let me know. Cause I have, I'm taking notes on the process of, of having a book made so that, you know, I can help someone else to do it. It's doing it is a lot of work. I, I did a lot of the majority of the work to get to my first draft that took a year to get there. Like in total, it was done in bits and pieces, but I had the opportunity to, to have my final year of my creative degree be you know, I was still working like part time during that time, but I had a lot of time to think about my voice and and my other art and like what I was trying to say, like to just to have the space to do that. And I had a lot of other creatives that helped me, like even, you know, they weren't poets, it was photography, but in that creative degree talking about like, what are you trying to say and giving me critique and advice. And I think having that is really essential to have like an editor or, you know, someone who is also a poet or published or not, someone who has been writing for many years to to help you because sometimes, you know, everybody has someone that's a step above them, not like in terms of uh, skill, but in where they are. So someone who is, you know, like they've, they've done the thing that you want to do next. So I always say like talk to those people um, when you're doing it. And then, yeah, like that's why I'm like, documenting how I'm doing it so that you know if another poet is wanting to do that and they're and they are my client or they're just a friend I can be like yeah this is how I did it um because it's and it's awesome that we have the ability to publish 
and do that ourselves, but it takes a lot of time and work and money and um, sitting at your desk at at 12 at midnight on a Friday night and feeling like you shouldn't be doing it. (laughs) Um, Because I am also a perfectionist, but I love the idea of having it done like by the summertime. Um, But I, I just think that no matter what your goal is on, on social media, it's, there's someone that has done it and you don't see them. So you think it's impossible, but it's not impossible. It's just, it's just like your little bubble. What does it look like? Is it full of like other people that do what you do that support you? Or is it like random videos about dental work on TikTok or something like you TikTok can be a place to find those people like how you know I get to talk to you now because that's that's how we build it into actual community is it's about you know how you scroll who you comment on who you respond to like that is like essential and you you do that perfectly because you've done it you have people that are listening to you and like are eager to see your videos every day. So please, please share with us where can we find you on the internet and see your work? Um, where would you like to send people to find you? Oh, first of all, thank you so much for the for that. Like I would love your advice. I'm definitely oh, I'm definitely reaching out when the time comes and I have a bit of a collection of of work to like kind of work with. So I'm, I'm definitely going to reach out to you. I'm going to be like, Hannah, please help me because <laughs> I have not even the slightest clue, like where to start or go about like trying to publish a book. Or I don't know if you have to find an agent or an editor first or how it goes. I, I definitely have, I have no idea. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and um, So I, I will definitely be reaching out. Um, as for where you can find me. So I'm only on TikTok at the moment, so I, I don't post uh, poetry anywhere else. And you can find my TikTok handle is poems by MQ. So it's just poems by MQ. And then you'll find my name and it usually just says poetry garden after it. I can even like t- text it into the message group as well. So I'll just, um I'll message it to you as well. <laughs> poems yeah. by MQ, they're perfect. But that's mostly it. Thank you so much. You had golden ideas. Just perfect. So wonderful. I can see why I can see why it went well. Yeah, I can see why you've done and created this because you have a really good mindset and you have a a growing mindset, which is all you really need. Yeah, no, thank you for that. It's it's actually really, really hard. Like, like, unfortunately, we definitely have to like as artists in this day and age, you kind of need to know how to market yourself, which is, which unfortunately is like, can't I just do my art and like not have to worry about it. But like when you have to market yourself as well, it adds this other layer of like, you have to be very durable. Your mindset has to change completely. Like you can't compare yourself to other artists because it's so easy to do that on TikTok and see someone else post their poetry and they have like a much larger following and you're like, oh, maybe my work is not as good as the other people's. But the truth mm. the truth of the matter is that like the algorithm, it usually just takes a long, long time to figure out who to push your content to unless you're like that one in a million chance, you know, there'll always be those one in a million people where they'll post one video on TikTok and it just goes viral and usually like they've hit the jackpot jackpot with the algorithm. 
But I just kept telling myself, okay, well, I'm not one of those people. And I think I'm happy that I'm not one of those people because I do want to grow. I've improved tremendously, like from my first video to now. So Mm -hmm. I definitely always say to myself, are you proud of your work? That's one. And then the second thing is don't focus on the numbers. Don't focus on what you can't control. Focus on what you can control, which is how many videos can you post a month? And if you Mm -hmm. hit that target every month, then that's a pat on your back. That's that's a job well done. You yes. don't need to worry about like the views. You don't need to worry about you gained followers or you didn't or someone else gained like 100K followers in a week and you didn't. Mm. I like yes. I definitely that mindset I think is what's what kept me going for so long. So I hope that advice helps for any poets or creators out there. <laughs> I know it will. I mean, the algorithm is ones and zeros, but we are, our, our like task is to not bring this kind of, you know, personal feelings to it, but it's to show up as a person. And that's, you put that perfectly. That's exactly correct. Everybody, you should listen to this and then listen to it again. If you're, especially if you're a writer, just when you have a down day, come and listen and ask, ask us questions too. If you have questions, reach out. Thank you so much. Thank you for spending time with me today. You can submit questions and apply to be on the podcast or just chat with us on our Discord server by visiting me on Instagram or TikTok and searching for the name Hanala, H-A-N-N-A-L-A-H and then clicking on the link in my bio. Please make sure to leave us a review. It helps me so much to connect with more brilliant artists and creatives. I can't wait to talk to you all again soon.